0: This is the Activate Podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom. In this week's podcast... There are a lot of people who who want to embrace the royalty of Jesus without the way of Jesus, without the life of Jesus. It doesn't work. You either become a part of His royal family or you don't. You don't get the crown without the responsibilities. Christianity it doesn't it doesn't work that way.
1: Well, thank you for listening again to the Activate podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom. Whether you're listening for the first time or a regular listener, we're really glad you've tuned in. It's a ministry resource of Journey Church International. My name is Ryan. Always glad to get a chance to host on the podcast with Pastor Christian. You know, this last Sunday Uh, We opened, and uh, so this Sunday is our second Sunday of reopening our doors for live, in-person worship services. We're really excited. We'd love for you, if you're listening close by, we'd love for you to come and join us in person in the weeks to come. We also continued our new series entitled Summer in the Psalms. I'm excited to talk with Pastor Christian about that. But Pastor Christian, I have a confession to make. (laughs) I'm just reading (laughs)
0: this. I'm
1: I'm hoping you're making this up. Yeah. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not making this up. My mom had hmm. made some salsa for you. And, uh, since we hadn't run into each other in a, a little while, um, five days and I didn't Four refrigerate. Days, Ryan, it, how long, re- how long have we not it. run into each yeah, other? Yeah. And, uh, I asked her, is it still okay to give you? And she said, you know, my mom wanted it to be the best. He said, no, mm-hmm. I didn't do the normal treatment that went can it for a long time. So mm-hmm. it's actually in my office, but it wasn't smelling the best. And I thought, so, uh, I, I would have really felt bad if I just decided, eh, I'm not giving it to, to Pastor Christian. I'm going to eat it myself. So I apologize. She, she was like not super happy with her favorite son. Mm-hmm. And she said, I will make a fresh batch when I get back. So, now, you know, we,
0: we live like eight <laughs> minutes from each other. Um, and I, I mean, I'd, I'd give you my phone number, yeah. but I think you have it. Yeah, you can just let me know yeah. next time, or no, you can I'll tell. Do you can tell your mother to text me directly.
1: Yeah, we'll be sure to get it to you. It was a good, nice, big batch. Sorry, oh, I, I guarantee it was. I know our friend Kevin was actually uh, wanting uh-huh. to be the next to get some. Uh-huh. But, uh, Vicky,
0: thank you. Yeah. Um, I apologize. We'll be praying for Ryan together <laughs> for stealing uh, what was someone else's.
1: Yes. Yes. Well. Uh, Pastor Christian, on Sunday, uh, you laid out our, our really our next stage of reopening that we've planned for June 21st, um, you know, Lord willing. And for those who have been watching uh, and, and waiting to come back for whatever reason, you know, maybe it was the need children's ministry, yeah. wanting, wanting to give it a couple of weeks, can you share our stage two reopening plan for our Activate listeners?
0: Yeah, so one out of every four people at Journey on a normal Sunday is under the age of 12. Uh, So starting church without, uh, without being able to have children's ministry has been difficult. So a lot of parents are having to, um, having to stay home. Um, so really two announcements. One, if, if you are an, if you are a part of our online ministry and you don't live in Kansas City, some exciting news coming for you in July where we're trying to figure out how to allow you to, to be an official part of our church from wherever you are in the world. Um, but for those at our church, uh, July 5, Lord willing, we're going to be able to offer full-service children's ministry um, with with as many kids as is safe um, for the size of rooms. Um, we're going to do all of that at our main campus, which means next Sunday, June 21, if you're listening to, to the podcast on time on the week of June 14, uh, we'll be having three services all at our main campus, um, and we'll be shifting the times of those. So our 8 a.m. service will begin at 7.45 a.m., which seems really early, except most of the people who come to our 8 a.m. service have been up at 4 a.m. drinking coffee, and and uh, like they go eat lunch after the 8 a.m. service. So we're hoping that crowd is able to come 15 minutes early. Second service stays at 9.30. Third service bumps back to 11.15. Most of the people who come to the 11 a.m. service get there between 11.08 and 11.12 anyway. So it should, should just be normal. Just come when you come, and you might actually be on time um, instead of late. We're doing that so we have time to clean our children's environments in between. Uh, but on June 21, June 28, we'll be doing some test runs at, at kids' ministry. Uh, so if you are a children's ministry volunteer, and you normally volunteer with our ch- children's ministry w- when we had church in the past, you can bring your kids on June twenty-eighth or June 21st. either one of those, to help us start learning how to do kids ministry and for you to feel comfortable getting back in the building. And then hopefully July 5 will be able to open, um, kids ministry for, for everybody when Jackson County moves into phase three of their reopening plan. So really excited. One, to all be together at the same building. Ryan, we have not been together in three services on Sunday morning like, like since Year December half, of maybe 2016. Um, because we bumped to a Sunday night service, yeah. so I've had four in this COVID season. We know people are coming back slower, but man, it'll be great to be able to have our whole church in one place in one block of time between seven forty-five and noonish um, for four season. Uh, while people get more comfortable to come back to church, very, very, very excited for the rest of the summer as we move into kind of stage two of our
1: reopening. I thought you were talking about me. I thought you wanted to like be in the same service as me for three, and that's where it's been about a year and a half. So no, yeah. your church, yeah. it had been quite a while since all of us have been before yes. noon. I thought you just missed me, man. Yeah, I do, I do <laughs> miss
0: you, and those of us who have not been with you will will greatly enjoy you being back a part of what we're doing at, at main campus, no doubt, And and the people... Who have been missionaries over at Summit Lakes and then Summit Christian, I think are going to be glad to be able to come back and see yep. their friends we don 't want them to get too comfortable because it 's going to be a while before the building gets built, um, so we we 're going to need people to go again, uh, but man enjoy enjoy the family time uh, before you uh, before you go back out again for the
1: sake of the mission of our church yeah, which is i 've been so proud of that group. We have had a lot of really faithful people who who caught the vision that we never wanted to turn people away that went over to Summit Lakes and now Summit Christian, and uh, I'm really blessed to be a part of a great team, but am looking forward to being under one roof uh, for three services again on Sunday morning. So, Pastor Christians, we look at the message, you know, um, this series from the Psalms, Summer in the Psalms. Uh, this week you dove deeper into Psalm 1, and in doing so, you you helped explain some her- hermeneutics techniques. You quote Dr. Finks, and uh, you talk about books. Divisions, chapters, verses, and then a study of words. And you talked about a word study. So, for those who want to go deeper and learn to study the Bible more, can you explain this practice and, and the word study you used on Sunday for the word "blessed"?
0: Yeah. So, Doctor Fink's was he was my Romans professor in in uh, in Bible college. He was also my Bible three hundred and fifty, which is kind of biblical preaching and teaching hermeneutics professor when I um, when I when I was in Bible college. And he started his first class by, by saying we, um, we go too deep before we understand the process of, of Bible study. Uh, and it was his personal opinion that no, um, that Christians should not memorize verses until they understood the book that the verse was in. Uh, but more than that, he said, you know, when I teach people to study the Bible, he said, I start with the 66 books of the Bible. Because until you know all the books you can 't really understand where a single verse fits, and then I teach them the divisions of the Bible, the pentateuch, the history, the wisdom, literature, the prophets, the gospels, the epistles, um, so they can understand where a verse will fit into the division of the text and god 's plan uh, in in spiritual history uh, He said and then I try to teach individual chapters i you know i don 't want anyone to ever be able to quote a verse. I don't want people to be able to quote John three sixteen without knowing that's a conversation between Jesus and Nicodemus. It just you know it's it's so much more rich when you understand the entire chapter. And he said after you after you understand what every chapter in the Bible is about, you should memorize some verses. And he said after you get done memorizing verses you should begin doing word studies. If you look at it that way, the Bible is an inexhaustible text of study that you cannot learn enough of your entire life learn all the books learn all the divisions learn all the chapters learn all the verses learn all the words and all of those things are are pressing in to know about jesus one day when we're in heaven we'll know perfectly we will know we will know and i believe be able to recall every word of scripture and understand the context that it was in but but word studies are great really um Two ways to do word studies. One is to go back to the original languages of Scripture. Almost all of the Bible was written in Hebrew or Greek. There's a very, very small section, a few chapters that were written in Aramaic. Um, And to go find in the English Bible the Hebrew or Greek word that was used in the word or phrase that you're studying – and then, and then to go look at every Hebrew or Greek reference of that word, not just in scripture, but in secular history in the first century or in the ancient Near East. Um, where else w- where else was this word used in any documentation that we have so we can know exactly what it means in context? That is a deep, deep, rich study. Of the words of Scripture, another way to uh, do it, to do a word study is what I call it. It's it's a topical word study. If you have a good study Bible, you have in the back of your Bible a topical word index, which means you um, you could you could go into the back of your Bible. You could you could f- go flip to the letter T. You could find the word trust, and it would show you all the verses or a selection of verses where the word trust is used. So you could so you could study thirty verses. With the word trust in it and see what that means. That's really what we did with the word blessed this week. We did a, we did kind of a, we did a topical word study that turned into a theological word study because of the word blessed. Um, where is the first time we see the word blessed in scripture? When uh, the answer is Genesis 1. When is the first time God blessed humanity in scripture? The answer is Genesis 1 and his blessing. Um, of life and and connection with him and connection with family and connection with each other and connection with purpose and eternality built into their DNA. That was the blessing that was given to humanity that was later lost by humanity that we'll talk about that Psalm 1 promises again, blessed, the blessing of God on humanity is is achievable again. Uh, we know eventually it's through Jesus, but it's going to walk us through how to walk with Jesus in Psalm chapter one. So this, this word blessed, all, all we did is we took blessed and said, okay, let's see throughout scripture how that word's used, what it means. And we find it in the first chapter of scripture. We see it in the first chapter of Psalms. We see it in the first sermon uh, of Jesus, big public ministry and beatitudes. Blessed are they, blessed are they, blessed are they. And it's like, hey, this was a pretty big deal. Um, What's God trying to draw our attention to? And the answer is a connection and a relationship with Him um, through, through means of His love, His grace, His mercy, His power, eventually His Son, a Savior named Jesus.
1: That's good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. Yes. It's been a while. It's been a while. I bet that sauce
1: is good if you wouldn't
0: have eaten yeah, it. Yeah, it, it, it was good. Uh-huh. I mean, so uh-huh. I've heard.
1: I bet it was. You know, and I think that's why, uh, Pastor Christian, people. Love to listen to your teaching because they know it's not your opinion. They know oh, it's not Journey's yeah. opinion. You you have been taught how to study the Bible. You study the Bible. You want to make sure you pray, right? I know yep. you've said before, I want to meet with God before I meet with people yep. about God. Yep. So... I love that you know. If you are on the activate, it's because you want to learn, you want to grow, and and these are some great tools to activate your faith. How to have really good hermeneutics? How to how to interpret the Bible the way God intended it to be.
0: And Doctor Fink's famous statement: um, first day of every class, you know, you get settled in, and he would say, "Good morning, Bible scholars." Good morning, Bible scholars. And then he first day of class, "Good morning, Bible scholars." Clear your desk, take out a sheet of paper and something to write with, and just list the 66 books of the Bible. For everyone out of order, dock yourself a letter grade. For everyone misspelled, dock yourself a letter grade. And we will do this every class period until everyone has aced it. And Sounds usually, like staff meetings. Yeah, you, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Yeah, so probably for five or six class sessions, um, you get to take out a sheet of paper, and learn, and he says, "Okay, now that you understand kind of the depth and the breadth of Scripture, um, in his class, Bible three fifty was was an entire semester um, on on the Book of Third John, which I think is only fourteen verses. He just wanted to make sure we didn't get caught so caught up in studying words and verses that we missed the big picture of the story. Um, absolutely loved." Dr. Fink's.
1: Well, and it obviously ingrained some things in your mind, which is exactly oh, yeah. why yeah. we have staff meeting quizzes, because if we're going to lead That's the right. vision and mission of our church, we have to know it. No doubt. We have to be focused on it. So I say that tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> I usually get 100 on those. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the second goal of, of Sunday was to, uh, to chase a blessing that was lost in the past, but but promised for us in our present and will be fulfilled for us in our future. So you, you go on to unpack Genesis, the first few chapters of Genesis, setting up the fall. Will you, will you speak more uh, a little more into this lost blessing that you refer to in your message?
0: Yeah, so Ryan, I, um, if I did not worship the God of creation, I would worship creation. Like I'd maybe be a like a, a pantheist or whatever they are called because the sun, moon, stars, man, the mountains, um, the beach, the ocean, the green grass, um, the flowers, the trees. I mean, the birds of the air. Like um, it's just it's beautiful. It's awe inspiring and it's beautiful. And it's and it's all for us. It was created for us to bless us and to support us. Um, it, it was a, it was a, it was a gift to us from God. God created this perfect existence. And then he added people and said, um, look at what I make, look at what I made you. Look at what I made you. It's all for you. And it will all take care of you. If you will take care of it. And I will take care of you. If you will follow me. Um, Genesis one said, God blessed Adam and Eve. Um, and he told them, be fruitful, have have family, create more people around you to enjoy all this with, rule over all of the animals, take care of the earth. So you you know, I I'm blessing you with family, I'm blessing you with purpose. Um, I'm gonna bless you with my presence. We see that God took morning and afternoon walks with Adam and Eve. In the garden, the verses just before that said he made them in his image, so he blessed them with with his his image, the imago dei, um, what, you know, which which means the image of God uh, in 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 their life, which which meant that they were eternal as long as they chose to live in fellowship and relationship and in obedience, an obedient relationship to the God of heaven, and and God, so God said all all this is yours. So every time. You've had your attention caught up by a shooting star, by a rainbow, um, by a sunrise, by a sunset. You should have because it was made for you. by God. God, God made it for your enjoyment, and he made it as his testimony of his love and power in our life. Um, he blessed Adam and Eve with it, but he gave them the opportunity— um, through free, free will, to be obedient to him, or to or to do things their own way, and they chose to do things their their own way. They sinned, and God, who had blessed them in Genesis three, now cursed them. Or you would you could probably say they cursed themselves. Their sin was a curse upon them, um, and that that curse made made the ground hard. It made their hearts hard. It made family hard. It made relationships. Hard, And it made salvation hard because one would have to come who would be bruised deeply uh, for our iniquities, uh, broken for our sin. Uh, But that act of sacrifice on a cross would defeat the curse so that the blessing could be attained again. So when the people of Israel, when we reading Psalm 1 here blessed, we should say, hang on, blessed. Blessed is a state that humanity used to live in. And then they lost it, but they were promised they would get it back, so they were always aware of it, and they believe one day that that promise will be perfectly fulfilled at the end of time. So when I find it, I hang on to it with everything that I have so I can have just a small part, a foretaste, sometimes Scripture calls it an appetizer, of the full meal of God's blessing here on earth when his kingdom comes and his will is done on earth, as it is in heaven. Uh, I I cling to that. And then Psalm One's going to tell us how. Here's how to experience some of this blessing even while you live um in a broken world. That um that in a nutshell is a, a little bit of what we covered in the message and why this thought of being blessed um is so appealing to our soul because it was our original state of humanity. It is our end state as Christians, and it's the thing that we look towards as we pursue Jesus today, the, uh, an eternal connection with God that, that permeates and saturates and blesses every part of our life, our family, our work, our purpose, our friendships, our perspectives. Um, it, it just
1: impacts everything. To unpack that a little bit more, you know, a point in your message that is so true for people was this this statement you made: the blessing of living connected to God does not happen in your old life of sin. And then you said, "Blessed are people, blessed are people who do not stay where they used to be." How and why is it so important for people to get out of their old sinful ways, and and how can they stay out? So I'm
0: going to fast forward to the end of the message, which, you know, may rearrange our podcast a little bit, because as we get to the end of Psalm 1, um, you're, you're given a picture of what I, what I would call two conditions, uh, the condition of somebody who's planted, the condition of somebody who's fruitful, the condition of someone who's who's enduring, and the condition of someone who has an empty life, the condition of someone who has a, who has a scattered life and purpose, the condition of someone... Who is currently removed from the presence of God? And I told everyone on Sunday, you are born into condition B. You are born there. Um, why would you want to stay there? A life following Jesus is an invitation to leave that life to follow Jesus. Um, you you can't invite Jesus into con- condition B. He doesn't live there. He he makes in any. Square that he steps into, he makes condition A, um, planted, fruitful, enduring. Um, and you say, why? Why would I say that again? I'll say I didn't say that. Scripture said that. Blessed, connected to God, um, with that with that spiritual connection permeating every part of your life. Blessed looks like this. It's not walking in step with the wicked. What you used to do. It's not standing in the way that sinners take. What you used to do, it's how you were born. It's not sitting in the company of mockers. Um, you know, we, we talked about um, Harry and Meghan. Um, and we talked about Peter, uh, the Apostle Peter, saying, you know, when you become a Christian, you join a royal priesthood. You have to leave your old life behind. Um, and we talked about how, you know, Meghan, Meghan Markle married into the royal family and then decided it wasn't for her. Um, there are a lot of people who, who want to embrace the royalty of Jesus without the way of Jesus, without the life of Jesus. It doesn't work. You either become a part of his royal family or you don't, you don't get the crown without the responsibilities of Christianity. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Um, so I, I think it's so important. People say, well, I, I want to be blessed. Okay. That's great. But it is not in the state that you're currently in. You've got to, you got to leave that to pursue Jesus. And as you walk, he'll, give you a life condition that's planted, fruitful, um, and enduring. At least that's what the Bible says.
1: Yeah, and in a very practical way, those on the podcast who know me, who knows my testimony, know that that is what was true in my life. When I gave my life to Christ, when I became a Christian in 1997, God then helped me get a lot of things out of my life. It wasn't easy. I had to remove myself from a lot of things that were leading me astray, make make hard decisions because I wanted to then follow him. I wanted to be blessed, mm-hmm. and not just for blessing's sake, but because I wanted to be close to God. I wanted to be close to Jesus. I wanted to be used by him. Um, and it leads me kind of to this next point. Um, the first goal of your sermon was, that, uh, was to see the premise and the promise of Psalm 1. And this part is really a real practical part of your message, and 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 what I believe is really potentially life changing. And you started to quote part of Psalm one, um, one through three. But let me read the part in two and three, where it gets into some things that I think I'd like you to unpack. Really, two areas that people are chasing the blessing, what they continually do to get deeper, what they what they what they get deeper in in their life. And it says this, but those whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prosper. So again, will you unpack the two areas that people who are chasing the blessing continually get deeper in? Yeah, two areas. Um, One, their love
0: and enjoyment of Scripture. Scripture. That is totally different than reading your Bible. Uh, you know, my uh, my brother in law, Danielle's um, younger brother, um, has has his Ph.D. in New Testament history, real specialization on the resurrection, uh, and he's he's traveled the globe, uh, speaking at the Biblical Literature Society. It's scholars around the world who study Greek and Hebrew and even Scripture. And he's told me, Christian, most of them are not followers of Jesus. Uh, they are ex- they are experts in the languages. They're experts in the content. They know everything. They're not really followers of Jesus. So I'm not talking about someone who reads a word. I'm not talking about somebody who um, who knows the word. I'm not talking about somebody who would say, um, I have to read my Bible every day. Um, hey, can't can't talk. Got to get off the phone. I haven't read my Bible yet. Um, Hey, I had to wake up 15 minutes early because I I have to read my bot. That's not, that's not what Psalm 1 is referring to. When you read this word delight, um, it's the picture of a little kid eating ice cream. Um, it's, it's the picture of somebody walking into a surprise birthday party. Um, tasting chips and salsa. (laughs) That's fantastic. Yep. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's the, yeah, it's the picture of, yeah, somebody eating Vicky's. Um, really salsa. good salsa. Yep. Um, it's somebody loving and enjoying something. And, in most followers of Jesus, if they could get to this point, it would change everything. If they could learn to love and enjoy the scriptures. Uh, so, to, so, so to, so to live this, Bless life of someone. You got to love and enjoy the scriptures, but then you have to get deeper in how the scriptures relate to everything inside your life. the The word there again is meditate. Uh, the picture in the English language is a is a cow eating. You know, a cow who I think has four stomachs who will eat and then throw it up, and then you know it's called chew the cud and then eat and then kind of throw it up because they're trying to squeeze every nutrient. It's it's the picture of somebody who doesn't read their Bible, put it away, and not think about it, but somebody who loves and enjoys the Scripture, and their whole day, they're not just thinking about what they read, but how it applies yeah, to them. Situation
1: by situation, situation it by situation, molds them, yep. shapes them.
0: So, one of the action steps of of our message this week is I'm challenging people to read Psalm 119 every day. Like, wow, one chapter of Scripture every day. It's got 176 verses. Yeah. But almost every one of those verses is has two parts. I, re- I read it this morning, and I loved it. It may be at this point in my life my favorite chapter in all of the Bible because, like Ezra, um, you know, Ezra seven ten is really my life verse that I that I set my life to to learn the law of God, to obey the law of God, and to teach it. Like that's like. That's what God has called me to do. Study the Bible, follow the Bible, teach the Bible. That's what God has called me to do. So Psalm 119 has 176 verses, and almost all of them are two, are two parts, part A, part B. This is what's going on in life. This is how the Word helps. This is what's going on in life. This is how the Word helps. This is what's going on in life. This is how the Word helps. I would bet there's not one person listening to this podcast who can't find their situation right now emotionally in life in one of the 176 verses of Psalm 119 and right below it see how the word kind of negates that how the word overpowers that how the word comforts that that is that is how you remain close to God by by remaining not just in his word but by loving his word and ultimately by loving the word of God you love the son of God his name is Jesus John 1 says the word became flesh and, dwell among, and dwelt among us. The very truth of God became a man named Jesus. And he lived his life showing us what it would look like to live this life loving and enjoying the scriptures and applying them to every moment of every day. That is how you deepen your faith so you can deepen your walk with Jesus, so you can deepen your spiritual worldview so that when life shakes, you're planted, yeah. you're rooted, um, you're you're Okay. Life might not be, but you are because of where you're planted and and who is feeding your roots. That's the message of Psalm 1.
1: It is, and there's a little gem right in the middle, not in the middle, in the first um, portion of Psalm 119, Psalm 119.11. I have hidden your word mm-hmm. in my heart, Lord, mm-hmm. that I might not sin against you. Mm-hmm. So what an encapsulation of uh, Psalm 1 as well, just great truth. Your word keeps me on the path for you. So, so, So great, and I'll tell you what. You need to listen. Um, as Craig Rochelle, we often listen to some of his stuff. He he'll tell people, pause the podcast, listen to it again. Stop right now, put it on slow. I listen to a lot of things on 1.5 speed, and I've heard him say, put it on 1.0 speed, slow it down. So many great truths in today's message about learning and growing and studying Scripture. So for sure, you're going to want to listen to this one again about how to grow stronger in your walk some important truths in this. So thank you Pastor Christian for great information on, on uh, growing in our faith, activating our faith. And we want to thank you for listening from uh, as always wherever you are here in here in Lee Summit or around the world be sure to tune in uh, to our services either online Right, we still got great online services, Facebook Live, YouTube, the JCI app, or on our website, takethejourney.cc. Or, man, we'd love for you to come and be a part of one of our services live this Sunday. We would love to see As always, if we can uh, uh, do anything for you, answer any questions, you can email us at activate at takethejourney.cc. Otherwise, we look forward to catching you next time on the Activate Podcast where we challenge you to build a faith, That is active.
0: Thank you for listening to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsome, a podcast of Journey Church International. If you are ever in the Kansas City area, we would love for you to join us for one of our Sunday worship experiences. You can find out more information about JCI on our website at takethejourney.cc. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes or Google Play. We would love for you to help us get the word out about this resource. Don't forget to share this episode with all your friends on social media. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Activate Podcast.